Eleven Years Later, 1906 Book One, Captain Caligny's Pink Tea Chapter One Little Sicily, New York City, Elizabeth Street, between Prince and Houston, the Black Hand Block. The Black Hand locked 12-year-old Maria Vella in a pigeon coop on the roof of an Elizabeth Street tenement. They untied the gag so she wouldn't suffocate. Not even a building contractor as rich as her father would ransom a dead girl, they laughed. But if she screamed, they said, they would beat her. A vicious jerk of one of her glossy braids brought tears to her eyes. She tried to slow her pounding heart by concentrating on the calmness of the birds. The pigeons murmured softly among themselves, oblivious to the racket from the slum, undisturbed by a thousand shouts, a piping street organ, and the thump and whir of sewing machines. She could see through a wall of wooden slats admitting light and air that the coop stood beside the high parapet that rimmed the roof. Was there someone who would help her on the other side? She whispered Hail Marys to build her courage. Santa Maria, Madre de Dio, prega per noi peccatori, adesso e nell'ora della nostra morte. Coaxing a bird out of the way, she climbed up on its nesting box and up onto another until she glimpsed a tenement across the street draped with laundry. Climbing higher, pressing her head to the ceiling, she could see all the way down to a stretch of sidewalk four stories below. It was jammed with immigrants, peddlers, street urchins, women shopping. Not one of them could help her. They were Sicilians, transplanted workers and peasants, poor as dirt and as frightened of the authorities as she was of her kidnappers. She clung to the comforting sight of people going about their lives, a housewife carrying a chicken from the butcher, workmen drinking wine and beer on the steps of the Kipps Bay Saloon. A Bronco's grocery wagon clattered by, painted gleaming red and green enamel with the owner's name in gold leaf. Antonio Bronco had hired her father's business to excavate a cellar for his warehouse on Prince Street. So near, so far, the wagon squeezed past the push carts and out of sight. Suddenly, the people scattered. A helmeted, blue-coated, brass-buttoned Irish policeman lumbered into view. He was gripping a baton, and Maria's hopes soared. But if she screamed through the wooden slats, would anyone hear before the kidnappers burst in and beat her? She lost her courage. The policeman passed. The immigrants pressed back into the space he had filled. A tall man glided from the Kipps Bay Saloon. Lean as a whip, He wore workman's garb, a shabby coat, and a flat cap. He glanced across the street and up the tenement, his gaze fixed on the parapet. For a second, she thought he was looking at her, straight into her eyes. But how could he know she was locked inside the coop? He swept his hat off his head as if signaling someone. At that moment, the sun cleared a rooftop, and a shaft of light struck his crown of golden hair. He stepped into the street and disappeared from view. The thick-necked Sicilian stationed just inside the front door blocked the tenement hall. A blackjack flew at his face. He sidestepped it, straight into the path of a fist in his gut that doubled him over in silent anguish. The blackjack, a leather sack of lead shot, 
smacked the bone behind his ear, and he dropped to the floor. At the top of four flights of dark, narrow stairs, another Sicilian guarded the ladder to the roof. He pawed a pistol from his belt. A blade flickered. He froze in open-mouthed pain and astonishment, gaping at the throwing knife that split his hand. The blackjack finished the job before he could yell. The kidnapper on the roof heard the ladder creak. He was already flinging open the pigeon coop door when the blackjack flew with the speed and power of a strikeout pitcher's best ball and smashed into the back of his head. Strong and hard as a wild boar, he shrugged off the blow, pushed into the coop, and grabbed the little girl. His stiletto glittered. He shoved the needle tip against her throat. I kill. The tall, golden-haired man stood stock still with empty hands, terrified. All Maria could think was that he had a thick mustache that she had not seen when he glided out of the saloon.